Welcome to the Betterscope, sponsored by Remo Staff, Growth and Freedom with Remote Experts. And this episode's special sponsor, Smurfy Creative Video. In each episode, we interview successful people to understand how to be better. My special guest today is Kevin Hargraves. Kevin has been a business coach for almost seven years. And previously, for more than 40 years, he used to buy struggling businesses and build them up quickly and resell them at a large profit. Welcome, Kevin, to the Better Scope. No problem, Luba. How are you? I'm very good. I'm always asking my guests where are they based. So where are you calling now today? I'm, uh, I'm based on the Gold Coast in Queensland. It's perfect. Gorgeous one day and perfect the next. It's amazing. I love Gold Coast. I love Sunshine Coast. I love the Sunshine State. So it's, it's, yeah, a, it's a good absolutely. one. Absolutely. It's a good and it's a great place. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Although in Sydney we have like a 36 degree today, so it's quite a hot day. So it's wow, um, yeah, that's uh, nice. probably much better to be in, in Queensland. Yeah, I think it's 30 today. It's pretty good. Okay. Kevin, tell me about your journey how you came to where you are today wow that's a very long story i guess when i left high school in grade 12 i just wanted to get a job because i didn't want to go and to college or university it was hard to get into university those days so i grabbed the first job i could get was was a job in the bank <clears throat> so i was in the back office for probably about a year and then they transferred me to the to the what do they used to call it the I used to go around and fill in different places, different towns. I used to go and fill in when someone was holidays for four weeks, six weeks, whatever. Or someone left and they had no one. So I used to be relieving staff. I used to call it the relieving staff. So I did that for about a year. And then I ended up in a little town called Oki, west of Toowoomba. And I was on the front counter for the first time. So those days there was no credit cards or there was just checks and cash. So I stood at the counter there for many days and I watched these business owners bring in their checks and cash every day. And I thought, wow, that's a lot of money these guys get. I should be in business. What am I doing here? I left after being there about nearly a year. I left and I, I, I bought a little business and I built it up really quick. Tripled it in about two years and we split it into two businesses and sold it. So that was a bit of a taste for me, and then that's what I just did. And um, so I bought lots of businesses for low money. I bought a landscape supply business for 220. No, that's a lot. I bought it for like 25 grand, and I it was doing 220 grand in revenue or sales. I built it up over three years to be doing two and a half million. We had went from one truck to 14 trucks. We had three front-end loaders, an excavator, and a screening plant, and I was just going gangbusters. I sold it after six years and went around Australia for a year. So that's what I've done. Then <clears throat> later that I did. The, you heard of the guy who wrote the book, The E Myth, Michael Gerber. I read that book, and then he was doing tours around Australia, all the capital cities. I went along to his conference in Brisbane, and it just blew me away. He asked all these people at the beginning what they did. Tell me what you did, what you do, and what your name is, and how your business is going. It was 
everybody got up from finance brokers to financial advisors to real estates to plumbers to carpenters to builders whatever and I said hey my name's such and my name's going good anyway it was 10 to 10 he said look it's 10 to 10 he said outside there's going to be tea and coffee and pastries you're welcome to help yourself but he said all those people who put their hand up and told me their business was going good he said this is what I want you to do he said when you go down to the foyer and he said there's four telephone booths in the foyer he said I want you to call your business and say this hi it's Kevin here I'm going overseas for three months handle things will you and hang up he said if you can do that you've got a business if you don't you've got a job that just hit me so hard I'll never forget it so I signed up for his training then and I did all his training for a year and and that's what I've so that just made what I was doing even more better more pronounced more powerful and that's what I've done ever since at one stage I was running five businesses in five different cities all going great guns so what happened was then my wife passed away she was my right hand man almost seven years ago and then I didn't know what I was going to do with myself because I'd lost my right hand man and I thought you know what I'm going to go business coaching because I know how many guys out there that run or not just guys but girls and guys who've got businesses that are actually a good business but because they don't really know what they do they might be good at what they do but they don't really know how to run a business they need help so I'm here to help them my mission for the next till 2030 is to help a thousand business owners create their million dollar business and I wrote a book called how to create your million dollar business creating using seven explosive strategies and it's an international bestseller uh, that's how I come well, to be business given like uh, that's a long story but <laughs> yeah well, it's not, a, not as long I mean like you try to put everything it's quite condensed but let me maybe like a few questions uh, uh, and uh, I love your journey but when you have acquired your first business in, in your example so just give like some kind of uh, some examples of how much it was at the time and what uh, you've yearned uh, so how much the business I think we paid like about 60,000 for it something like that so it was a wholesale food distribution it used to go from the Brisbane River south to Mwollombar so it used to do like snack foods and muesli bars and Nutella and corn chips and stuff. So what? So it was a reasonably healthy rain. So what we decided to do was knock on school tuck shop doors and see if we could introduce the rain. We got just about every school from a woolen bar to the south of the Brisbane River. We were doing like 20 cartons a day to each one. Like it was just went crazy because they loved the corn chips because they were new back then. They were considered healthy. So we only had three, plain barbecue and cheese, and they used to just... So, yeah, we sold that business, and we split it into two areas. We cut it at the Logan River, and then we and we split... We sold two areas. We sold each area for double what we paid for it. So that was pretty good. I mean, even... It's an amazing story, and 60000 at that time probably... I'm not sure, like, it's probably 10 times more... Uh, be 10 times more or a or day, even, probably. Yeah, that's right. More. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, uh, it's a good example. And uh, so, when was this like a turning point for you to move from buying and selling and earning for yourself into 
poaching others. I think the, you know, what is once my wife passed away, I just didn't know what I was going to do with myself. I thought, do I want to buy another business and build it up? And as you ponder after things happening in life, you just think, I thought, well, you know what, I realise, when you sit back and realise, like at the time it was good to like, crunch people down in price and get the business for the best price. It was a bit of a challenge, you know what I mean? For me, that was... Uh, I learned a bit of that way back, and so I used to, that was a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of an ego trip, I guess, for me. But then when I ripped up and realised, I said, you know what, these poor people actually didn't know what they were doing, because this business was good, but they just didn't know what to do to make it really, like, three to five times. That's my goal when I help a business, is to, is to grow up three to five times. Um, I've got lots of businesses since I've been coaching that we've done amazing things for. I used to work with a company called Underwood Wrecking. We took that business from uh, about 600000 a year to $1.8 in just over two years. So that was a pretty good success. I had a couple here on the Gold Coast bought a Jim Skipping franchise. They, they, after a year, they'd lost $40,000 and they come to me and they said, do you think you can help us? I said, sure, let's have a look at your numbers, let's see what's going on. I said, look, gyms aren't doing anything for you. Let's get rid of gyms because we'd be able to under their contract. They're not fulfilling their agreement. So we got rid of gyms. They, they renamed it Gobin's Gold Coast. It took that business from 200000 roughly, maybe a few dollars more or less, in revenue, losing $40,000. They had one truck. It was like busy half the time if they were lucky. While I was worth it, they took it to two trucks, flat out all the time, doing $1.1 million. Since I haven't worked with them, I'm still in contact with them, but they contact me and tell me how they're going. Uh, I think they're up to about $1.5 million, and now got three trucks going flat out. All they do is keep implementing what I taught them what to do, and that's just what happened. It's quite some amazing examples, and... Usually I'm asking my guests about their goals and about their scope in life. And you, at least you already mentioned like your goal for until 2030. So like building such kind of like a thousand businesses like to reach $1 million. Um, but how many already so far? So it's 2020, almost 2024. So I never, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I never he had that goal originally. It was just a help people do what they need to do in their business because lots of people in business smallish businesses say they're on the treadmill they're doing and they don't get time to think about what they need to do to their business because they're so busy locked up doing it but to go back so my plan was just to help business owners but in the last year i realized i've done some group coaching before which the skipping companies were on so this year I've decided, not this year, the last three or four months, I've had it in my mind for a while, but I just thought, you know what, I just want to do a lot more with this. So what I've done is I've just set up like a group coaching platform, which will start next year. My plan is to have 10 groups of 10. If you get any more than 10 on them, it gets a bit too busy, but 10 just works really good. And it works really good because it's a bit of networking. It's a bit of fun. We have a laugh. And we brainstorm each other's business. And sometimes people see things that I don't even see. Like, it's amazing. And it amazes me that 
a, a, someone in a different business to this business see something there but they don't see it in their business but they see it in someone else's business and it's just it's just amazing so that's my plan that's how I'm gonna do it I'm gonna just set up all these group coaching we've got plans to start marketing that in the new year and that's how I'm gonna move forward and that's how we're gonna help a hundred that's how we're gonna help a thousand businesses we may do more than a thousand that's my goal I do have another five coaches who work under me and help me with different things so with those we'll be able to manage it easily oh sounds amazing and uh, I can see not only the goal but I can see the strategy and the steps behind what you're yep. doing mm -hmm. uh, so this is really great you've mentioned like at least I what I'm hearing like a few challenges that some you mentioned that sometimes entrepreneurs do not have time to do different type of tasks or uh, and another one you mentioned that uh, sometimes they cannot see and they need to probably someone else to tell them or maybe they can advise someone else what and it's also like a good examples but would you say those are the most common uh, challenges that business owners are facing or you have or you have identified something else sure look I think that most business owners always think they want more leads or more customers and look they do because I in my book I write marketing one of the chapters is marketing is the key to your success the trouble is what they do is they spend money on marketing with someone the guy who does the marketing doesn't really understand they know how to do the marketing but they don't understand what it needs to say because they don't know how to differentiate themselves from the competitor so I talked to business owners, I said, what are you marketing? They said, we're doing SEO, we're doing Google Ads or whatever. I said, sure, where are they going? We're going to my website. I said, yes. Then what happens is the advertising guy, the marketing guy, and not their fault, they give them click. You've got 1,000 clicks this month or whatever, so we're doing a good job. They are there, but what's happened is they send them to their website. It's too busy and it doesn't convert people into sales. So I say, all right, you're spending two grand a month on marketing, can you see a difference in your sales? Because that's the only way you've got to measure it. They said, oh no, not really. They said, we don't think it works. I said, it will work, but we need to find a way because you're gonna get a sale from it. Because you know, there's three parts to lead generation. Lead generation, lead qualification, and lead conversion. And you need those three. Most businesses don't understand or know how to set their business apart from their competitor. I call it a market-dominating position. And when you've got that, you're going to grow your sales. But here's the other problem I see with business. They usually don't have enough profit margin built into what they sell. So sometimes they create more sales, but they actually don't make any more money because there's no margin or not enough margin in to cover all their costs and whatever else is involved. So you need to understand, they need to understand their numbers as well. So I do a session on understanding their numbers, as well as marketing, as well as all the other things that you can create in a business, how to create a joint venture program with a business that has the same customers you have, but is not in competition. Also like upsell and cross-sell. Not many businesses use it today, but it's so powerful. It creates more clients out of the client it creates more sales out of the clients that you have 
The other thing is like a downsell. So if you're selling something, it doesn't matter what the price. So it's a thousand bucks, and people go, that's a bit too. You need a product, not of the same quality, but of a cheaper price, that they can have an option to take up, because that's a sale that you were never going to make. One of the other things is reigniting your old clients. People have business owners have list of clients, three, four, five thousand clients that they've dealt with in the past. They've got all their details on their database, but they don't do anything with them. It costs one fifth of the price to reignite your old customer that does the, that does to create a new customer. So it's an amazing way to grow your business and sales. Simply, easy, at very low cost. And the other major one is they need to have a compelling offer. Something that their prospect practically can't refuse. Because that is so powerful to get more clients. How did I do? I think you are given like a quite uh, good examples. Because I was going to ask you, so what is your differentiations between other coaches or other marketing or sales experts? Yep. Um, well, most of them have never had the experience that I've had for 40 years building and growing businesses. So that's a really good point of difference because I do know what actually works. And I speak to business coaches or supposedly business, I shouldn't say that, but at networking events and things like that. And, mate, seriously, they just work on your mindset and stuff, and the mindset's not the key. Now, this lady at a business event, she approached me, I don't know, it's probably 12 months ago now. She said, Kevin, I work on people's mindset to grow their business. I said, look, mindset's really important. I said, but let me ask you this. If you improve your, their mindset, but they don't have the strategies to grow their business, how will that help? I said, but look at the other side. What if I show them the strategies to find another $100,000 profit in their business this year? Do you think that'll help change their mindset? She didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Look, another like a really like a great example. I can feel your differentiation. And what do you think about the time of the year? So when business owners need to focus and change something, when uh, they need to think about maybe like uh, reaching you or maybe reaching something else or planning 2024 so it's it's mid of december is it okay so it's the middle of december look like, there's always it like doesn't matter what the time the, the, uh, procrastination is the biggest problem business owners have one of the biggest problems they need to make you've got to make decisions because if you make a decision you can get things to happen right however coming up the end of christmas only a week and a half to christmas i say go and enjoy your christmas have a good time right because you've got to have some fun in your life and you've got to have some happiness in your life as well. However, if you're making a lot more money during this last year and you had a bit more money to spend, you'd probably be even happier. Someone said to me one day, money won't buy everything, Kevin. I said, no, it won't, but it'll buy everything else. And they went, wow. As far as time, like I've got a new group coaching program coming up. It will start it in January, about the middle to end of January. If anyone's interested, like it's really good value, they get a whole heap of stuff from it. It's very affordable and we'll be doing it weekly. They'll have me live going through everything and they get a whole lot more stuff as well. Like We're going to teach all those strategies that I just spoke about. We'll give them different examples of how it works with this business and then they can ask me 
how they can implement it into their business. And then we give them a bit of a homework sheet, go away and do it every, what they need to do during the week. And it works really well. I've, I've just revamped it a bit in the last couple of months to try and just to give a bit more value to people. Yeah, look, yeah, this is, it looks like a plan for someone. And what is in your experience? Like, did you had a situation when uh, you are not able to deliver a result to some of your clients or some of the students? Well, I'm not sure. Of those I've, only ever had, your... I've only ever had one client in six and a half years who didn't get a result and he just wouldn't do anything. He didn't turn up for his classes. He just didn't do it. Even though I emailed, I called him, he wouldn't answer the phone. Some people you can't help. I don't usually get too many. We nearly always get great results. But what I do is I give a three times ROI money back guarantee. So if you invest in my program and you don't get a three times your return on your investment, we'll give you your money back. Can't beat that. Okay. I mean, There's yeah, another point uh, of difference. Looks... Yeah, it's a good differentiation. Kevin, so we are discussing like about the business, but I know that you've been a great dancer and you've been like as well like a, a speedway driver. So can you tell me a bit more about, uh, I don't know, maybe this experience in your life or that joy sure. that you had? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I've done a lot in my life, which I've had a great life. When I was about 14, I could go back actually, when I was about 10, I started playing in the Gold Coast Brass Band. I used to play the trumpet. And then I met this girl and we started dancing. We used to do ballroom dancing and Latin American dancing. We did all the medals. We got bronze gold, silver gold in every dance. We won heaps and heaps of competitions. Then we got married at 20 and had a couple of kids quick and we quit quit the dancing because we didn't have time with the kids and then I took up speedway driving I used to race everywhere from Rockhampton to Bundaberg to Gympie to to Nambour to Exhibition Grounds Archerfield to Woomba Gold Coast, Lismore Grafton, Sydney Newcastle and another place out there I can't think of the name of it I raced everywhere. I raced for Australia three times against the USA at the exhibition grounds. Australia won every time. So that was my... Every weekend I'd be hooking up the car and trailer. We'd be going somewhere to race. Took my kids with me. They were really little. I used to sit in the stand. and Yep, it was just their life. And then I got into well, trotting. I bought this trotter. This guy took me in the bar and I bought it. I had it was training with a guy and it was starting to go pretty good. I'm going to start doing this myself. So I started training and driving trotters. Ended up with about 12 or 14 horses in work. Won heaps of races. That horse went on to one, win 14 races. I sold him to the US. I did very well at that horse. And then I had a heap of other horses. Won 10, 12, 6, 8 races. So yeah, so I had some really good results with that. And yeah, had an interesting yeah. life. Yeah, it's very interesting. Do you see any correlations from what you were doing uh, in the past, uh, for example, dancing or uh, speed racing or uh, drove like a trotting horses with 
what is happening in the business. So this is probably... Look, I, I, I hear your question. I think probably if I had to answer it properly, I think the commitment to doing the practice and making it happen, the commitment to make sure the horses were trained properly and everything happened. So it's really commitment. Commitment in commitment should also be not in life but in business or not in business but in life because if you make the commitment and you know where to go you're going to get a result it's just a fact so i think that's it yeah. you've got to have a bit of passion like i'm passionate about coaching other businesses to do good it's a bit of a little passion of mine i used to think i was smart i could buy this business really cheap and build it up quick and sell i used to think i was a smart ass a bit i guess when i was younger but now I realise, you know, that poor guy I bought that business off, <laughs> like it's crazy. But yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I I fully agree about the commitment, and uh, I mean the same. If you are enrolling yourself in a gym and you're not going in the gym, so probably you're not going to be fit. It's the same in business, so. If you decide to do something or if you enroll in some uh, coaching sessions or courses, of yes. course, you need to, to do your homework. You need to do what is recommended and to follow up the instructions. That's right. So like it's 100% agree with you. And to be honest, like I love, uh, so what I love in discussion with you is how you have changed yourself from just buying from the poor buggers like uh, <laughs> their businesses because yep. they are struggling. Instead of just buying and making money on them, right now you will probably teach them, coach them how to overcome some challenges and how to achieve good results. So this is really, this is really amazing. Kevin, um, I'm asking all my guests uh, about the environment and about the planet, the climate change. Is anything in your life or in your business or in business or in relation with your clients that you are doing to, to help our yours be better? Yeah, I think you always got to try and make things better in every way. There's a lot of scepticism about some of the climate change stuff and about um, a few things, but I don't want to get into that. I might be a bit controversial there. It's okay. I mean, I do respect like everyone's opinion, so it's, yeah. Kevin, in terms of your, yeah, yeah go ahead. No, no, you go. Okay, so then let me restart this once again so i really enjoying a discussion with you and especially the transformation that you are doing for different business owners and do you have any advices for business owners where they should do or what some tips for them sure i'll give you there's a lot but let's just give you three i'll give you three so one is they must sit down and think, what is it their business does different to their competitor and how to use it to market it above their competitor, right? I call it market dominating position. We teach this in our coaching, right? Because it's really important. 
you might remember the old when Domino Pizza started way back. They used they had their stores close to colleges and universities, right? So that was their target market: is college kids. So what they used, what their slogan was, is fast hot pizzas delivered in 30 minutes or they're free. So that was just like a now that's a market dominating position: fresh hot pizzas in third delivered in 30 minutes or they're free. Who are you going to ring? If you're a college kid and you're hungry, you're going to call them, right? So that's where they started. Now, they've changed their marketing today. They're more branding. But all the big companies go to branding, McDonald's, Coca-Cola. But if you're a small to medium business, you can't waste that sort of money on your marketing or you'll go broke. So you need to create what I call a market-dominating position. So that's one. That's really important because it just puts you apart. The second one is create a compelling offer something that people go wow so the idea of that is with marketing it normally takes five to well five to twelve times was the standard index before but it's probably more like five to twenty today points of contact before your prospect will buy what you sell unless it's an emergency purchase what I call an instant purchase, an emotional purchase or something like that. And that's about 3%. The other 97% aren't ready to buy today. But they're going to buy sometime in the future. So if you've got a compelling offer, like we did one for a home renovator. We put together, so he did a lot of bathrooms. So we put together a bathroom ideas and, what do we call it? A bathroom ideas and latest trend design brochure, right? It was a bucket. 20-page coloured, all pretty pictures of bathrooms and designs, etc. So that was the offer. Get our free ideas guide. So people would click on get the ideas guide, they leave their, ma their name and email address, and then we'd follow them up. i tell you what happens. 80% of people don't read that when they get it. But do you know what? If you send out one section of it every week, they'll read it. And when they're ready to buy... They're going to call you because you're the one they know. You've created no like trust. Yeah, look, good example. Do you have another one or I'm interrupting? I do. I got one more. Raise <laughs> okay. your prices. Raise your prices. Oh. Everybody charges too little for what they do, except me. No, that's a lie. No, everybody charges <laughs> too little. I just helped the plumber put his prices up 40%. Now, you think that's ridiculous. But we did, and they never lost a sale. Now, you can't put everyone's business up 40%. I guarantee you that, right? But it works. And I learnt that a long time of Michael Gerber. He said, when you go home, put your prices up. I went back and we put our prices up. We had a Petter Suspension Store was one of our businesses, and we put the prices up. I said to the guys, we're just going to put the prices up on our wheel alignments. We used to charge $18 trade and $25 retail. I said, we're going to put the prices up. They said, what are you going to put them up to? I said, we'll put them to 35 retail from 25 and from 18 to 25 trade. They said, you'll never get another job. I said, well, let's test it for three months and see. So that was a 40% increase, right? For, for the next 12 months, not only did we get that price, but the number of wheel alignments went up every month. So there you go. I proved it to myself, and now I just always do it, and it works. Because the problem is the customer doesn't really know what you charge. You're the one who has the problem with the price, not your customer. And people forget it. You know what happened with that? In that town, 
every other person that done wheel alignments, they put their price up as well. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you, Kevin. Um, I'm not sure. Like I have like a few questions, even with those tips, uh, or but I'm just like a, I want to find. Do you have more, or this was the last one? Oh, I, got, I, I got a heap. <laughs> a heap. Um, so you know uh, what happens when you put your price up. So say you were had a business turnover just three hundred thousand, right? Not a real big business turnover, and you put the price up ten percent. How much is that? Thirty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. It goes right into your net profit. It goes into your bank account. It costs you no more to deliver it, no more at all. It's thirty thousand dollars extra in net profit. Yeah, I agree with you, and I understand. Like uh, in terms of like how macro and micro economy is working, I'm just trying to. So let's say, if a plumber is raising uh, his uh, prices, it means that all the let's say, I don't know, like people from his neighborhood or, or the areas that he is servicing landscapers they need to raise as well and yep. butcher he need to raise as well then uh, hairdresser uh, they need to raise as well or whatever like a laundry so whatever business that is around they need to raise as well i know but um, they won't you know what but they won't all raise their prices but if you've got a point of difference you actually give yourself to raise your, you, you give yourself the right to raise the price because you perceive different so this is was like a it's a good point and that uh, the point of differentiation you mean you you mentioned in your first tip and this is my another question so let's say in your courses you have two renovators that are coming yep. or let's say two plumbers yep. uh, will you be able to help them to define this point of differentiation for between them absolutely uh, or they need, need well they might not in the same town or the same area exactly right well no and here's the, if they are in the same one well they're in the same area sure they can both put their price up it's not a problem they'll complement each other because we'll probably find a different point of difference for both this one will have this point of difference this one will have this point of difference it won't be the same point of difference because they all run their businesses a little bit different so that means someone who's looking for this point of difference will go there and pay the price and this one over here someone will be looking for that point of difference and they'll go there to buy their plumbing do you see what i'm saying yeah yeah well, like uh, i can see and i can hear uh yeah so it's 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 a good tip so uh, i'm just yep uh, like i think that like it's uh, makes sense for them to implement those uh, not only point the point of differentiation, but as well uh, ability to have the ability to raise their prices. That's this right. is how they can have a better income, better revenue, better scope. That is not only money, but as well uh, they may have some other um, scopes in their life. Um, That's right. You know, they might be able to add achieve. some more services or products to what they do. It's a great way to grow a business. Add more products or services. So this is another tip. So There's another one. Yep. So you might be a landscaper, and then you could decide to do uh, pool fencing and maybe pool maintenance or you know, whatever. I just thought of that one quickly, but there's a lot of other things, you know. Yeah. Look, uh, I think we can put like a, some kind of value tips to our listeners. Uh, but uh, please tell us where our listeners can find more about you about what you're doing or maybe how they can get in touch with you okay they can go to my website kevinhargraves.com.au 
on there they can book a call with me or they can get my email which is info at kevinhargraves.com.au then I can either respond to their questions or if they schedule a call I tell them what I've got to offer I can ask them about their business the other thing we do with our group coaching that we've got coming up is we do a it takes about an hour we'll do an assessment on their business we'll go through some strategies that they might be able to use in their business to see what they think of that we'll do some numbers up on where they are to where we think we can take them in a year and we'll be conservative and we'll give them a roadmap to move forward for the next 12 months well this sounds exciting and to all our listeners so check the notes of this episode and you'll have all the contact details and links how to you can reach kevin and kevin thank you very much for being being with us and sharing your experience and your better scope you're welcome and uh, to your success to all the listeners out there today okay thank you thank you thank you for joining us at the better scope if you like this content be sure to like it share it and subscribe see you next time on the better scope so kevin i have enjoyed the conversation with you and thank you for coming to this uh, to to Okay, let me, I'll do it once again. Um, thank you, Kevin, very much. I really enjoyed your thoughts and your experience, and thank you for coming to BetterScope. Uh, and can you tell me why listeners should be coming and listening to this episode? Well, I think if they're business owners and they really want to create a like their dream business, where they can be making a lot of money without investing as much time as they probably do. Some business owners are just paddling on the wheel of life and they don't get time to get off and really look at their business properly to get it where it needs to go so if, if they're interested in doing that this would be a great video for them to watch because i'd have given away a lot of information in there yeah sounds amazing kevin then merry christmas and happy new year to everyone merry christmas and happy new year to everyone as well